0: While principle of religious freedom is being severely tested by the pandemic.
1: I can feel something inside of me like we got to take a stand.
0: Christian
2: singer and activist Sean Foyt leading
1: what's called Let Us Worship. Christians are rising up, I'm telling you. This is not political, this is biblical. Light
3: overcomes darkness every
1: day. Super
4: Spreader, rated PG-13, only in theaters September 29th.
3: Okay, welcome. We just, that's the uh, Sean Foyt's movie opens tonight. The St. Michael's movie opens earlier today. We're going to get into all that. Some joyous news to make sure you can get through all the depressing economic news. Some new numbers out we're going to get to in a moment. I want to bring a Doug, a Colonel Doug Mastriano, Colonel Mastriano running for governor of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Colonel Mastriano, just real quickly, uh, uh, Colonel, thank you very much for joining us. So we have Colonel Mastriano on the phone. Yeah. Do we have him, Colonel? Can you hear me, sir?
5: Hello,
4: Steve. I got you loud and clear. Thank you.
3: Hey, I just want to read you some new numbers that have just come across the tape from uh, YouGov. It's a Yahoo poll, massive poll, Yahoo. The question is, are you better off uh, today uh, since Joe uh, Biden took office? Yes or no? Better off 19%, worse off 46%, independent voters, likely voters, 11%, better off 51%. Uh, worse off job approval rating Colonel Mastriano uh, Biden 39% approval 53% disapproval from the American people among independents Colonel Mastriano uh, Biden's approval is 31% among independents disapproval 62% among Hispanics it is 39% approval 49% disapproval and that poll is weighted Towards Democrats. Colonel Mastriana, are you seeing that in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania that people think the country's in much worse shape under Joe Biden, sir?
4: Yeah, we absolutely do. And, and top of that, there, of course, exclamation point is the crime, the shooting, the, the looting, and, and with the Wawa and Mayfair District. Uh, in our polls, we're seeing that I'm breaking 60% of the independents as well. And that's the path of victory.
3: Uh, What what is – let me ask you. That is the path to victory. What is – Josh Shapiro the attorney general. We've seen these horrific videos every day coming out of Philadelphia or the surrounding area around Philadelphia. Absolutely horrible. What what has Josh Shapiro, the attorney general, done about any of that, sir? He's
4: done done nothing except maybe give an angry statement here and there. But as far as doing his job, not just this year, but the past six years here, we, we've seen him completely drop the ball. I mean, he's, he's done nothing downtown. I haven't seen any arrests uh, with the Wawa incident. You can see lots of faces. Uh, you don't see any uh, you know, significant quick move on uh, charges like the shooting at the football game. Uh, Philadelphia, I'm speaking to you now. You know, the definition of insanity is trying the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. You've had, let's see, eight Democrat mayors since 1952. You had... Uh, Democrat City Council 1960 or so. Uh, you got nothing to lose. Trimastriano on day one, they are going to be a law and order state, and on day one, we're going to go to go to war against these sex traffickers and criminals.
3: Colonel Mastriano, we need an army of volunteers to come and, and assist you and work uh, with you. We need poll workers. We need poll watchers. We need volunteers to go door to door. Where? And I'm calling on everyone to uh, pitch in here. Where should people go, Colonel Mastriano? Where should people go? To both support your campaign as a volunteer and if they're so inclined, hit you with a five or a, a 10 or maybe a 50, sir.
4: Thank you. Good. DougForGov.com and uh, the, the people that are supporting our movement. And Steve, you're dead on when you said every race that's you know, a tough one in the, in the nation here where we'll be outspent massively by Democrats. Doesn't mean we have to lose. You know, all the polls, even though Josh appears is throwing millions of dollars against me, it's not working. We've actually narrowed his lead down to a virtual dead heat. So go to DougForGow.com, sign up to volunteer to donate and help us get across the line. Because where Pennsylvania goes, the nation will go.
3: Uh, uh, Jack Posobiec put up an interactive poll this morning. showed a virtual dead heat uh, in the uh, Oz Fetterman race and a virtual dead heat in the Mastriano-Shapiro race. Just one last thing. In all these negative ads, and the millions of dollars, has Josh Shapiro ever defended his record as a law and order uh, attorney general? Has he ever tried to make that case to the people of the Commonwealth, sir?
4: Yeah, his record is so bad. But to see that he, he has not defended it, and he can't, because on his watch crime has gone up about forty percent. We have third the top highest homicides nationwide. Philly's on a record a rise of homicides, pushing six hundred. We see lawlessness across the city, uh, fourth highest in fentanyl deaths, sex trafficking. I mean, he's done nothing to reduce or attack the criminal element. They've only gotten more emboldened. So he has not even attempted. Uh, his, his playbook is just calling me names, and you know, and, and that's about it. It doesn't work.
3: Colonel Mascherano, one more time, for volunteers and people find out more about your campaign, to volunteer, maybe hit you with a donation. Where do they go?
4: Thank you, Steve, for this. This is how we win it. I appreciate you letting me do this here. Go to DougForGov.com and let's take our state back. And, and Pennsylvania is the Keystone State. we got to win it.
3: Colonel Mascherano, thank you. I know you're going to a big event right now. Thank you for taking time away. I appreciate it.
4: Thank you, sir. Bye-bye.
3: We're going to be getting a lot of this. We're going to be getting a lot of call-ins because these people are on the campaign trail. Remember, we're with under, what, uh, six weeks to go. Uh, Early voting starts in a lot of places starting Saturday or Monday, uh, wherever you are. It's game on right now. Uh, I just got word from the great people in Delaware County, the whistleblowers down there, uh, Greg Stenstrom Stenstrom and uh, Leah Hoops, that their book, uh, The uh, Parallel Election on Amazon, has gone to number one uh, in elections Peter Navarro just told me that his book will open at number two on, I think, Publishers Weekly and uh, on USA Today as the number two nonfiction book from last week. We've got so many. Every time this posse puts its shoulder wheel, great things happen. What Mastriano needs, and you can tell by these numbers, Alex DeGrasse has committed to come on tomorrow morning and walk through more mathematics, including these new polls that are coming out, uh, because this is about a MAGA surge. People like Doug Mastriano, if you're going to offset. The George Soros, tens of millions of dollars that Josh Shapiro is going to pump on people for negative ads and, and, uh, and basically the politics of personal destruction. It has to be a, uh, a a deplorables army. You have to volunteer. Just go to Doug Mastriano's site. If you don't have any money, you don't have to give money. What you need to do is volunteer. And also go to your county if you're in Pennsylvania. Poll workers, election judges, all of it. We need it completely manned up, completely staffed up. So how everybody go. And check it out today. Make sure you go to Mastriano. They need people working phone banks, people going door to door. This is a MAGA surge. And remember, MAGA doesn't do it with TV ads. We do it the good old-fashioned way. Let me go to Sean Foyt. Sean, you've got a movie out, opens tonight, nationwide, super spreader. Tell us about the film. We just played the clip. Tell us about the film and tell us where are people to go tonight to see it.
1: Hey, I love Doug Mastriano. We were just in Philly. We had about 4,000 people worshiping in downtown Philly. So I'm telling you, Pennsylvania is rising up. So that's exciting. But yes, tonight, Super Spreader is out. 600 theaters across America. Unbelievable. It's the first full-length movie that's appeared in theaters discussing the pandemic. And here's what's awesome about it. it. It gives the pandemic from God's point of view. It shares an alternate story that the media hasn't told one of a church rising up in boldness and courage one of tens of thousands hundreds of thousands of people raging across America going the gospel of Jesus Christ spreading a lot of hope a lot of, a lot of incredible moment uh, that you're going to see going to give you know, really renew your hope for America so you can go to uh, superspreaderfilm.com and find out where it is showing um, in your area put in your zip code It's it's sold out in a lot of theaters right now. And a lot of them, it's only one night only, which is tonight and all regal theaters. It's showing for a week straight. So that's about 200 theaters. It's going to show for a week. So get your ticket. Go see it.
3: Are you support? Are you seeing that this film is about the great awakening? Are you seeing when you're in Philadelphia? Are you seeing particularly young people? Are they now motivated to go out and get into the public square and also to vote for candidates like Doug Mastriano?
1: Yeah, I mean, listen, I I I did worship at Doug's watch party. I did worship at Lauren Bobert's watch party. I'm about to do worship at Perry Lakes gathering. Listen, there is an army of worshipers that are rising up and they're engaging in the in the political realm and we need more of them. And you know, I think that, you know, to the point just to tie into what you're talking about with the rising crime rates and with the 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 homelessness epidemic with the drug ec- epidemic with open borders with all this stuff that we're experiencing like we need the people of god if the church just rose up and voted if the church just engaged we could flip this whole country around so that's our heart even with this movie we want to activate people
3: fantastic one more time where do people go uh, to find out where this film's playing in their area so they can go and see it
1: uh superspreaderfilm.com superspreaderfilm.com Go see it tonight. It comes out tonight is opening night. Theaters are being sold out across America. You don't want to miss it.
3: Fantastic. Uh, Sean Foyt, thank you very much. Honored to have you on here. Great work, sir.
1: Thank you, Steve. You're a legend. Appreciate your help. <laughs> no, stop, stop. Okay. Get the easiest job in the world.
3: <laughs> All I do is introduce guys like yourself. Um, there's a couple of films. So you got Sean Foyt's film. Also, Andy Biggs is going to be showing. They're premiering Andy Biggs' film on the uh, Andy's on the uh, border about the border crisis. And so we're going to try to get to Andy Biggs at the bottom of the hour. Let's go to and- Adam Andruski. Uh Brother, you have broken and uh, a huge, massive story. Also, the guys over at uh, Tom Fenton. Tell us, because our audience's head's going to blow up. <laughs> so what what have you found? Adam, every time you come on here, you get people so worked up. Tell us what you found this time. This is, this is very And Tierman Tierman told me, says, Hey, Adam's going to need a little time to walk through this. What did you find this time, sir?
0: Well, while millions of Americans were suffering under the pandemic policies promulgated by Dr. Anthony Fauci, personally, he was doing very well. So our auditors at openthebooks.com found that Fauci's personal profits and his net worth soared during the pandemic. Steve, think about this. Uh, On January 1st of 2019, Fauci had a net worth of $7.6 million. That increases by $5 million by the end of 2021. So during the pandemic, Fauci was profiting like crazy.
3: Hang on for a second. This is the same thing I got with Mitch McConnell's numbers. Fauci's a government employee. I know because of his special deal, he makes, I don't know, $400,000. Whereas the top person in the White House... Besides the president, I think it makes 180, right? And all the general – how does a guy on a government salary of $400,000 that's taxed, how does he get a net worth of even $7.6 million? We'll, we'll leave aside the $5 million he gets over a 12-month period. How did he even get that?
0: Yeah, I mean these, these are the open questions, and it, and it needs more congressional oversight. So there's three primary drivers to the, in the $5 million increase since 2019 to Fauci's net worth. And you nailed the first one. It's his government employment. This year, he'll make $480,000. He'll out-earn the president. His wife, as you know, Steve, is the chief bioethicist at the National Institutes of Health. And she out-earns the vice president. You add their salaries, you tack on their federal benefits. Those two, that power couple cost the American taxpayer last year, more than nine hundred thousand dollars. That's the first driver. Here's the second driver, and this is actually pretty amazing. Fauci received over a million dollars on cash prizes from nonprofits from around the world, and his royalty payments from a book publisher, McGraw Hill, where he edits a medical text, for at least a hundred thousand, but maybe up to a million dollars there as well. That's what he's disclosing on his ethics and financial disclosures. So he's got cash prizes, like from the Dan David Foundation out of the University of Tel Aviv in Israel. Okay, they awarded him a million dollars. He gifted on hand-picked scholarships about 100 grand. He kept about $900,000 of that award just last year. And they specifically gave it to him, check this out, for speaking truth to power, and for defending science during the Trump administration. It's a payoff.
3: Um, I tell you what, I want to go, I want to take a break because I want to talk about these royalty payments. Uh, um, Tom Fitt in the crowd found $350 million. I think you found close to that also when you Open the books. I want to go through how Fauci, what these side deals are, what he's actually doing as he's locking down the country. Adam Andruski from Open Books is going to join us on the other side. Dr. Seb Gorka is going to join us. We've got Matthew Tierman, hopefully Andy Piggs. Oscar Delgado, his film on St. Michael's at St. Michael's Feast Day. For you Catholics out there, all next in the War Room. You know what's never good?
7: The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide.
6: War Room. Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon.
3: Okay, I just want to give the posse an update. For When you put your shoulder to the wheel, there's nothing that's not achievable. The publishers attend publishing for the Holy, the, the, the Book of the Holy Face, a massive surge in buying. It's one of the top books uh, they've had. Uh, and they're reaching out to me to come back, says it just blew them away. From that short hit we had the other night by the uh, by the father who's put together the was it the St. Martin's Society for, for the for the adoration of the Holy Face, um, the St. Michael's. We're gonna play the clip in a second when Seb Gorka comes on. We just got a message now. It opened earlier today than Sean Sean Foyt's opened tonight. The the this opened today. It's the number one movie. As we hit the five o'clock hour, it's the number one movie in the country. The St. Michael's movie, Peter Navarro's book is going to open at number two. The uh, number two for all nonfiction, I think Publishers Weekend, USA Today, USA Today, are two booklets have already confirmed that. The uh, book of uh, the parallel election from uh, Hoops and Stenstrom in Delaware County, number one on Amazon in elections. Um, and we'll get to more of this. Whatever this audience says is important becomes important because of this audience. Adam, here's the thing, Andrewski, I want to bring you back. Here's what I don't understand. In all this math, and you and I have gone through it, I don't see the royalties in all his net worth, right? I don't see his royalties from Pharma. And Fenton got the word the other day. It's $350 million pool. They don't uh, delineate who got it, but it's a $350 million pool of royalties going to government employees. And this is one of the questions we got to like, how big farmers so involved because they're giving these guys cash every year for their royalties on stuff they're doing on taxpayer money. These are all, they're, they're, they're government employees and you're they're getting royalties on intellectual property. They work for you when they made. That's the, the, you know, and why is the big farmer got a role? Where's Fauci's, where's Fauci's disclosure of that, sir?
0: So Fauci actually, over the course of the last decade, we showed 33 royalty payments into him And you're exactly right, NIH, for Fauci, for Collins, for the rest of uh, leadership, and 2,250 NIH scientists receiving approximately $350 million over the course of the last decade. The payments to the individual scientists are blacked out. So we don't know how much money Fauci or any of the others received. Now, we kicked this off a year ago. We filed a Freedom of Information Act request for that database with NIH. They ignored it. We sued them, and our legal partner is Judicial Watch. And they've been absolutely extraordinary, a great partner to have in court. We've got four federal lawsuits to open the Fauci family finances over at NIH, and Judicial Watch is our legal counsel.
3: Okay. I, know, I want everybody to know how they get to open books. You guys have done an amazing job. Uh, I want, and obviously, Fenton has too. I want everybody to know how to get there to get read it. And I want everybody to know uh, where to go to find out more about your activities, because this is the way we hammer it. This is the way we take apart the administrative state, the judicial watches and the open books. How do people get there, Adam?
0: Thank you, Steve. Just come to OpenTheBooks.com. You'll be hit with a splash page. See your email address. That puts you on our breaking news subscriber email list. And we've got so much coming down the pike. Whether it's the third party royalties in Fauci yeah. or Steve, you helped us break yeah. our great investigative story on Governor Gavin Newsom. And and there's oh, a lot yeah. more there as well.
3: See, here's it. Uh, the people's law firm is the People's Justice Department is fitting over Judicial Watch, and the forensic auditors are Adam and the team at Open the Books. The forensic audit team is here. Mr. Andruski's on line one. That's when the guy says, I gotta go take, you know, I gotta go take a, take another call. Adam, thank you so much. This is explosive. Fauci now worth over 12 million bucks. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Shut down the country and made five. Let's play. I want to play St. Michael and introduce a guy who reminds me of St. Michael. Seb Gorga. Let's play it.
7: The life of a Christian on earth is a struggle, a fight. We are threatened by various dangers.
8: It was the evil that crushed me which never allowed me to be truly free.
7: St. Michael is the breath of the Holy Spirit who will defeat the Antichrist and all evil spirits. Well, after the Holy Trinity and Mary, St. Michael is the most powerful being of God.
3: actually number one today. We're going to put the link up about how you get to the film. You can go see it. It's in theaters for one day only. Uh, Dr. Gorka, in this time of spiritual warfare, how – and by the way, we have a little competition here. I love competition between the traditional Catholics and the Evangelicals. We love the Evangelicals. You've got Sean Foyt's, and I want Catholics to go to that. I want some Evangelicals to go to the St. Michael's. Both films in theater today. Uh, I think both – once through Fathom Events, booking it uh, for one day only. Uh, Sean Foyt's in 600 theaters. It goes down to 200 this weekend. Uh, Seb Gorka, how important is something like St. Michael in this time of spiritual warfare, sir?
6: Well, he look, I, I know you're a Navy man. Uh, my analogy was going to be with a uh, an Alpha Team detachment leader, but you can – choose the seal. Uh, St. Michael, you know, the, the archangel, he, he is the number one. He, he is the tip, literally the tip of God's spear in fighting the devil and the demons on earth. I had a great interview with Pastor John Amanchuku today. And, you know, he, he kind of smacked me in the face with this observation. We were talking about manhood for an hour. This is the new manhood hour we do on the show. And he said, look, look at the transgender thing. Why, why, is, why is the transgender thing so obviously the work of the devil because we are made man and woman in the image of god and who would mess with that who who would screw with the image of god as we are made by our our creator except the devil whether it's the open borders whether it's transgender whether it's what's happening with you know crt whether it's what's happening with with america it is the work of the devil. And the sooner you realize, yeah, you know, I, I'm from the one true faith. I'm a cradle Catholic like you. But but whether you're just a little bit further away from us, like our evangelical brothers and sisters, we need to be very clear. This isn't politics. What we are fighting every single day on War Room and on my show, America First, isn't politics politics. It is the truth versus evil. Evil walks the earth. It is incarnate. It works in the heart of men. And we are in a war against Beelzebub. It is that simple.
3: Yeah, that's what I think. Traditional Catholics, uh, evangelicals, anybody of the Christian faith is at least united that we got to stop this. This this is absolute uh, madness. You know, A lot of people have been contacting me since we've been talking about the the potential victory if we get our job done if we focus and get it done and what comes after in particular this issue of impeachments and people are talking and very reputable people are calling me saying look are you talking on the southern border is is this laptop thing real and i saw this amazing piece where you would actually be you dr seb gorker would actually be and i don't know if you would leave salem because you're 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 one of the biggest you know broadcasters in all media but there's discussion about you would actually be an advisor, consultant to a potential committee that went after the laptop from hell. Can you can you elaborate on that, sir?
6: Yeah. So um, the, the media was was out there. They they saw us. It was uh, leaked. I had lunch in the uh, the members dining room of Congress yesterday with with Matt Gates and uh, three other for other people, um, and this is, you know, Matt Gates's idea. He sounded me out as, you know, you are chief strategist to the president. I was your deputy. I was strategist to President Trump, and he wanted some strategic advice as to what happens day one after the midterms. We have to impeach Biden, but the first person that has to be impeached is Mayorkas. Mayorkas is is evil. He is incarnate evil. Any man who worked at DHS under Obama and then now does the opposite to what we did. In the in the Trump White House and opens the border to be an aid and abetting and providing sucker to the cartels is evil. So he has to be impeached day one. However, the big question was, what do we do with the laptops that you've been banging that drum so loud for two years now? What do we do with the organized crime gang that is the Biden family, the connections to the CCP, just the four businessmen, the four Chinese businessmen that gave the Bidens $31 million. We need to have the question asked and answered what happened to those 31 million dollars how much did the big man how did much did the big guy joe get and what happened to that incredible voicemail on the laptop where hunter biden says and i'm gonna i'm gonna edit it for your audiences i'm in business with the effing Chief spy of China. There are two glaring issues the criminality, the wire fraud, the lying on the ATF form, everything to do with Hunter Biden and the criminal cartel that is the Biden family. That's one investigation. And the second one, as a guy, you know, you you had your clearances in the Navy, we had them in the White House. I still got mine, thanks to President Trump. The national security aspect. What does the CCP have on Joe Biden? How does his son, who's never dealt in, in, in finance, never done business in Asia, get a $1.3 billion deal from the National Bank of Communist China the week after he flies to Beijing with his papa on Air Force Two? We need to have an investigation that looks at the criminality and the national security aspects, and I'd be honored to be chief counsel or strategic advisor to any of those, but I think it has to be a special in com, investigatory committee of Congress and Matt Gates is ready day one. But what he told me, the GOP, they're not serious, Steve. And if, if the GOP don't demonstrate seriousness on day one after the midterms, they're going to pay a very, very hefty political price. They they need to get serious because the American people, the hobbits, the mega base are going to demand action day one, not in six months time, not in a year's time. Day one.
3: Dr. Gorka, can you hang on for one second? We're taking yes. a short commercial break. I have, have another question about geostrategic question for you sir when we return we're also Boris Epstein turns out the 11,000 documents actually have 200,000 pages we'll talk all about that next in the war room
7: war room pandemic with stephen k bannon the epidemic is a demon and we cannot let this demon hide
6: war room pandemic here's your host stephen k bannon
3: Okay, mypillow.com, promo code WARROOM. We got the classic pillow, 19 dollars and eighty cents. You heard from Mike Lindell today. All the best deals are up there on WARROOM. Go to mypillow.com. You got the square. Buy one, get one, a freeze. All the deals on the everything from the robes to the slippers to the, uh, to the sheets. So go check it out today. Support the armor-piercing shell that is Mike Lindell. But get back to Dr. Gorka in one second. We have Boris calling in. My phone. Boris, here's a question. You hinted at it last night, but you couldn't give the details. The first of it was a hundred there was, you know, it was all supposed to be class highly classified information about nuclear codes and nuclear weapons and all this, that he had breached all this. Then it turned out it was 184 classified documents, of which 64 I think were confidential, which today's New York Times is confidential. It's a joke. Then they said, oh no, and it, it, we it took eleven thousand other documents. But you guys just did a filing. It's two hundred thousand pages. What is going on? Was this just a fishing? This is not even a ransack. This is like a fishing expedition. What in the hell is going on with the Justice Department? And why can't you guys just go and shut this thing down? Because this is a this is absurd, sir.
5: Steve, thanks for having me. An honor to be with you and the party today. Obviously, a big day. A lot's going on. An order from Judge Cannon coming in just in the last several minutes. We'll talk about it in a second. But yeah, so there was an attempt to sort of obfuscate by the government and dance around, well, it's 11,000, uh, documents or maybe pages while they were trying to push the special master, Judge Fury, to you know, to put in compressed comments because the government, of course, is in a rush in their, in their illegal, unwarranted, unprecedented, which, which one against, uh, against President Trump. So we're, 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 what actually happened is that in a filing by President Trump and his, his counsel, it was uh, unveiled, and 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 really, the government was exposed as the real numbers over two hundred thousand pages of document information that the government took in their illegal, unwarranted raid on Mar-a-Lago. Uh, and of course, it takes it takes a long time, and that's why, by the way, the the government sponsored vendors, the government sponsored vendors wouldn't take their job because the government wasn't being upfront. To how many pages they have to go these So now, just now, several many big companies coming in the a <laughs>
3: I tell you what, I tell you what, we're going to have to reboot him because I don't think if I hear Boris, wait, we're going to hang up and reboot because right now we can't hear anything on the transmission. Basically, let's go ahead and reboot that. I want to come back to Seb as we get Boris rebooted. Uh, Seb, Dr. Gorka, uh, by the way, anytime you go over to the members dining room, there's going to be a story, OK, particularly when we sit, sit with nefarious characters like Matt Gates, because people always think there's plotting. Seb Gork and Matt Gates are going to be plotting.
6: Uh, Here's Steve, I've got to tell you, the, la- yeah. the last time Matt invited me to the members' dining room, Steny Hoyer was there, and I swear he crapped his pants. It was hilarious.
3: <laughs> Seb, uh, i got to get your take on this because you have a better feel for this, and you were advisor to President Trump on this very topic. Uh, three guys I really uh, admire. Uh, Pedro Gonzalez over there at Chronicles, one of the smartest young guys around, Darren Beatty at Revolver, and, of course, the great Tucker Carlson have all come out either with articles or news or kind of the slants on what happened <laughs> yeah. with, with this pipeline. And they're essentially saying, hey, look, you know, uh, who, who benefits? This is the U.S. You got to look at the U.S. It can't be Russia. Just give me a couple of minutes on the strategic nature of what happened. And who do you think's at fault here, sir?
6: All right. So first things first. Can I just do a little bit of dangerous credentialism? Okay. Um, you've served in the uniform of the U.S. Navy. You've served on a warship. Uh, I've served in the British Army Reserves. I spent five and a half years teaching irregular warfare to the U.S. military. Then two and a half years at Quantico with the Marines. Um, I, you can have an opinion, but 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 national security is a specialty. It, 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 you need to know, you know, there's a certain very famous clinical psychiatrist out there who's given strategic analysis on, on, on what what is happening in Ukraine and Russia. Please, guys, please, please, for a second, stick in your lane. And if you want to know about national security, talk to people who have a little bit of a track record. So just one caveat. Second caveat. Very useful. I learned this the hard way. By
3: the by the, the way, initial- by the way, that, that by the way, by the way, that's gonna go down well. But but continue on. Continue on. Keep going.
6: <laughs> Keep going. The second thing is, all initial reports from the battle space are wrong. You know that, Steve, okay? So be super, super cautious when anybody has utter certitude with what happened with a big geopolitical event, okay? You got to wait till the dust settles. You got to get some intel reports. You got to get some verification. Please, guys, please just cool your jets. You can raise hypotheses, but to say, yes, he did it, or he did it, no. So, The the least damage you can do, the Hippocratic oath, first do no harm, is to ask the, the famous Latin question, cui bono? Who benefits? It's it's like Occam's razor. Just apply a, a little logic. Who benefits? Does Russia benefit from losing the pipeline that it is at 20% capacity, selling natural gas to Europe in a, a, a winter that is going to be crippling, crippling to Europe? Europe is already in trouble. Russia's making hand over fist cash. Why why do they benefit from shutting it down in terms of the Europeans blowing it up? The Europeans are in big enough trouble already. Secondly, secondly, what's the situation in the last eight days in Russia? For the first time since 1945, they've had to reinstitute the draft. That is horrifically bad news. The idea that the Kremlin has to draft young men, people are paying 5 $10,000 to get a plane ticket out of Russia because they don't want to be drafted. It took nine years for the Afghan world by the Soviets to become unpopular, for the grannies to start demonstrating on the the streets about the PFCs being murdered by the Muj in Afghanistan. This is happening now after eight months. The fact that they're having demonstrations in Russia about the war after eight months, he has to reinstill the draft. So what does he benefit if he blows up theoretically the pipeline like all authoritarians he can say oh look the boogeyman's out there america mossad germany the uk the sas the sbs the seals blew it up the obvious cui bono answer is that Russia benefits when it is losing the propaganda war at home. It's a hypothesis. That's all it is. That's yeah. all I have right now, Steve. But the person who profits the most is the current incumbent in the Kremlin.
3: How bad, real quickly, Seb, how bad is, uh, is the German government going to fall because of this fiasco <sighs> of how they let Greta Thunberg uh, dominate their energy policy? They back the German people in the corner. They're running around. I did an interview today. Uh, With uh, in Abu Dhabi of where, you know, the Germans are down. They're trying to cut natural gas deals. But those deals will take years to actually uh, effectuate. Is is the German government uh, going to fall over this disaster for the German
6: people? Look, yesterday, Steve, it was the British government, right? I mean, the, the the British government almost collapsed yesterday. If the Bank of England, if the government hadn't gotten involved, there would have been a catastrophe with the British economy. When it comes to the Germans, the, the, the Germans got in bed with Russia when their former chancellor becomes the you know senior vice president of Gazprom. When Gerhard Schröder leaves the chancellery in Bonn when it was still Bonn and then moves over to Moscow, they made their bed with Russia. Russia, now they're in a hard place. Why? Because they stopped building nuclear power plants. They listened to the you know, the crazy Greta Thunberg prophet of doom who kept telling us that you know she can change the weather i don't know i don't do predictions, steve because nobody keeps you to the predictions i'll tell you what germany is in big big trouble so the idea that berlin's going to tell the europeans what to do especially after maloney wins in, in in italy those days are over my friend
3: dr Gorka, how do people get to all your podcast the show your writings all of it sir
6: All right, so big news. Uh, You can follow me on all social media except YouTube because they're a bunch of fascists. So, whether it's True Social, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Rumble, we're everywhere. The website is sebgorka.com. That's S E B G O R K A, sebgorka.com. But we are launching on Monday our strategic briefing on Substack. So, if you go to the Substack on Monday, punch in my name, Sebastian Gorka, the briefing with Dr. G. The Substack is going to be the place to get your geo strategy. And we'd love to have you join us there as well for maybe uh, maybe a bit of an interview, Steve. Are you up for that? Always, Dr.
3: Gork. anything you want. Love your show. Love your platform. Love all the work you do.
6: Thank you, Steve. God bless and, and, and to now, you and, now and that all I know, the and now, that,
3: know, and now that I know you're going to be the chief strategist for the uh, for the Hunter Biden laptop uh, house investigation, I want to get to know you even better so we can get some scoops on War Room.
6: Sir. Let's do it. I'm always every, every Thursday on War Room whenever you need me, Steve.
3: Thank you very much, sir. Let me bring in Matthew Tiermont. Matthew, I have you on here to talk about this massive debate between Lula and Bolsonaro tonight, but I got to ask you, give me 60 seconds on your assessment of what Dr. Gorka just said there about Germany, this pipeline and Russia, sir, because I know uh, being Polish or part Polish, it's quite close to your heart.
7: Uh, I agree with what Dr. Gorka said, uh, somebody I've known since his uh, professor days at IWP, where they have been practicing realpolitik analysis and education uh, for, for decades in Washington, not, you know, John Hopkins, S.A.I.S. or Atlantic Council nonsense. So I agree 100 percent with Seb. I did Polish television this morning. This was what we discussed. Uh, I love the guy. Look, Pedro's a friend of mine. He is a editor at a magazine my father founded in the 70s. I endorsed his editorship. Uh, You know, Darren Beatty and I go way back. We both went to UChicago. Tucker, obviously, who doesn't love Tucker. But when I see all these guys weigh in about Russia and Ukraine, they do it from a position, uh, much like we make fun of the left, where, you know, they all became epidemiologists and virologists during COVID. Uh, None of these people have ever spent time in Russia and Ukraine and really understand Russia Ukraine pan-slavicism uh central europe but, the but, iron yeah, yeah, but, it isn't, oh, but isn't but isn't the did. point
3: I th- yeah but isn't the dis isn't really those guys are coming from the thing of such distrust of the yeah. national security and intelligence apparatus oh, yeah. that these are these are three of the smartest guys you got around and their natural inclination is to say hey we need we need to question exactly what went on here so it's not saying we ha- they have subject matter expertise it's to say We don't trust the national security apparatus at all. Matthew national
7: security apparatus either. And uh, but I'm in big agreement with Arthur Conan Doyle when he had Sherlock Holmes say that it is, you know, twisting your fat, twisting the facts to suit your theories is not, you know, detective work. Uh, The Russian ethos is one to sow chaos. Nord Stream 2 is dead. Nord Stream 1 is on hiatus and totally blocked and sanctioned. The best thing that the Russians can do is sow more chaos. And then like. Uh, said they can point to look at what the west is doing as we need to go to war with them
3: hang on hang on slow down slow down if you're saying two is dead and one is on hiatus what is going to happen to the german people this winter sir
7: well i was on your show after the german election saying that this german government wasn't going to last more than a year when they cobble together they get rid of you know the giant establishment cdu csu grand bargain the establishment sort of they claim to be center right. They're not anymore. Uh, and then the Bavarian uh, equivalent that's supposed to be conservative, Bavaria, the conservative industrial capital of Germany. Uh, they became European leftists in the large scale sense, Eurocentricism. Uh, and they got pushed out by the by the sort of pro business and the Greens. You got a sort of center right and the Greens. This government is doomed to fail. It will not serve a full term. The energy crises going on in Germany will accelerate yeah. this. Uh, much quicker. No, this very government's going to
3: fail. Absolutely. Hang, hang, hang on. I got to hold you. We got to talk about Brazil, this huge debate tonight, and what's happening in Brazil, because it could be a lesson here for the United States about the Supreme Court stepping into this election. Who knows what's going on? We're trying to figure it all out. The vote has arrived. The new social media taking
1: on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now.
7: January 21st, 2021. Marked not only the beginning of the Biden administration. Joe Biden said on January 20th of 2021, we're going to have open borders in America.
6: But also the beginning of the worst border crisis in American history. He claimed the immigration
3: and border security policies of President Donald Trump were racist and bigoted.
8: We're going to have strong, incredible borders, and
3: people are going to come into our country, but they're going to come into our country legally. Joe Biden made it clear that if he
6: won the presidency,
3: he would effectively
7: end those policies to ensure there would be unfettered, mass illegal migration into the United States.
3: What I would do as president, I would in fact make sure that there is, we immediately
6: surge to the border.
3: All those people are seeking asylum.
6: Today, virtually everything at the border is controlled by the cartels.
3: America's opioid crisis shows no
7: signs of abating. 95% of the fentanyl comes from our wide open Southwest border. More than 107,000 Americans died of drug overdoses in 2021. US border patrol stretched thin by record migrant crossings. There will not be another foot of wall constructed on my administration.
0: Disturbing new images of the crisis at our southern border. It's become a record-breaking
7: year of border crossings. Most of those encounters, single men. A seemingly endless stream of people making their way on foot towards the United States.
3: Wow. Andy Biggs. uh, The film is Alien Invasion. We have our own Chris Carter from Real America's Voice is at the premiere. Chris, who is there? Where is it? This thing is on fire. This, This this film blows me away. What do you got, brother?
8: Right. Well, Congress just got out, Steve, and the lawmakers are filing in down now from the hill. I'm here at the Douglas and Sarah Allison Auditorium at the Heritage Foundation where a lot of people have just started to show up for the title of this documentary put together by Congressman Andy Biggs from the 5th District of Arizona. His office put together this documentary called Alien Invasion. Now, what a lot of people might think is, Halloween's upon us. It's this time of year. But this isn't a horror movie. This is a reality show. And what they're going to show you here is the reality that's happening at the border and how it permeates into American life. This past weekend, Steve, there was a huge demonstration on the mall dedicated to the hundreds of thousands of people that lost their lives through fentanyl poisoning. And I tell you, it was an eye-opener to see some of these parents look over the tombstone of their young child and how they've succumbed to this, uh, this invasion.
3: Chris, uh, th- there's no more prestigious location to premiere a film since I was a director at one time than the Heritage Auditorium. Where does the film go from here? How can this audience, how can the War Room Posse get access to Biggs' film, Alien Invasion, sir?
8: Sure. Yes, that's a great question. Now, this is not going to be released in theaters, but where you can find it is on bigs.house.gov on his website, which will then lead you to all the social media platforms, Rumble, Getter. Of course, we're going to be talking about it on Real America's Voice, but this is an exclusive release here for a crowd that's very border control. They want more oversight. They want the Biden administration to at least look like they're doing something. And right now, that just looks uh, like it's non-existent.
3: Chris, we normally have you out in D.C. at these uh, at these demonstrations, these riots, all of it. We're very glad tonight that you're a classy place like Heritage. So, uh, uh, congratulations and uh, watch the film and uh, enjoy yourself, sir.
8: Thanks. We'll have an update more on more on this tomorrow for you. Okay, fantastic. Our own Chris
3: Carter, Real America's Voice. They're premiering Andy Biggs's Alien Invasion. This film is going to blow you out. It's going to be incredible. We'll make sure it's all free. We'll make sure you get to it. We'll have Chris on tomorrow morning to talk about it. Hopefully, track down Andy Biggs. Remember, the house is gone. They're now back on the hustings all the way till 8 November. Okay. In a newsflash, uh, guess what? The St. Michael's film, since we had it up yesterday, is now the number one film in the nation as we go into the evening, competing against the evangelicals with Sean Foyt's Super Spreader. The uh, producer, Oscar Delgado, you join us. Oscar, tell us what's going on. How did this film get to be the number one film in the country, sir?
2: Well, because of the posse, because the posse understands the spiritual dimensions of the of what's going on, and it's unbelievable. They called me and they said, "What happened?" I said, "I was on uh, Steve Bannon." The posse understood. There's a spiritual dimension. There's a darkness that's everywhere, and we need to invoke Saint Michael. And I'm sitting here. Let me just tell you, in Rochester, Minnesota, home of the Mayo Clinic, and we have now five screens. And you know, as a prominent producer. You know, it's unheard of. They, they gave me one for this event, for one, I mean, it's all across the nation, and now they've given us five screens, and it's happening all over the country. People are awakening that this is a spiritual battle as well as a political one. And if we don't invoke St. Michael, if we don't invoke the Holy Angels, we're going to be uh, in trouble. So the other side's got the, the darkness and the demons, we have, I believe the the goodness and we have the prince we have saint michael that's what we got to do and you guys are responding it is unbelievable and i'm going to say something exclusive to your audience it looks like they're going to give us a second date because they just don't understand it they said we don't understand how this just exploded but it looks like we're in negotiations and i will tell immediately once we get the final date i'll come on and let you know but it's because of your audience their response their understanding that there's a spiritual dimension and everything that we're doing, you know, you talk about the border, you talk about everything that's going on, we need to invoke the Archangels. We need St. Michael. He is the prince. He is the general of the armies of the sky, and if we don't, we're going to be in trouble. That is what i got to tell you, because the people are coming Oscar, out, they understand it.
3: Oscar, real quickly, where do people, if they still want to go tonight, where do they go to find out where it's playing?
2: Stmichaelmovie.com, spelling out Saint Stmichaelmovie.com. Uh, there's still tickets available, but boy, it, they're just blown away. It's number one movie, thanks to you guys, and I appreciate that very much.
3: Oscar Delgado, uh, thank you for making it. And the war posse to the degree they can get up to a theater, they'll go ahead and do it. Thank you so much. Honored to have you on thank here and glad to promote the film.
1: Thank on you. Steve. Michael's thank feast you. Day.
3: Okay, I, I, I need right. the evangelicals. Right. I need our I need our evangelical brothers and sisters to step up here for the Sean Foy. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a competition here. You got super spreader in theaters all over the country. And of course you have St. Michael, the movie on the feast day of St. Michael, the spiritual warfare of us versus the forces of darkness. Short commercial break. We'll be back in the second hour is going to be on fire. See you in a few minutes in the war room. The war room posse. You already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants.